It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. All right, welcome. Welcome one and all to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as uh, we kick off a brand new day. It is a uh, Wednesday. It's hump day. It's the middle of the week, and we're glad you're with us on this Wednesday morning. Ward, good morning. How are we? Yeah, let's try that again. Good, good morning. Good, 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 good. Yeah, there we go. Ryan, good morning. How are we? I'm good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. It's, uh, <laughs> we got a little, uh, I don't know what you'd say. We got a little, hit the you audience. Too? Huh? Yeah. I mean, okay. the, I think it's the microphones, don't you? I, I don't know. I think we're, 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 we're doing a little work here on the, uh, on the microphones. I don't know. All right. Uh, we welcome you into the program. This is game time. As uh, we kick off a, a, a brand new day, we're going to get into a lot of stuff today. Uh, we're, we're gonna, I, I know you didn't talk about it, Ward. I mean, you don't want to talk about it, but we got to. Got to talk about, got to talk about the, the World Baseball Championship that uh, wrapped up last night. I, I, I will say that I watched. Did you? Until they went up 3-1 and then I was out. Uh, the end of the game was great. I didn't see it. I, I, I checked out. Yeah, the end of the game. Uh, well, a couple of times. It, look, the U.S. had chances, right, Ryan? I mean, in the last yes. two or three games. I mean, two or three innings. They had chances. Yeah, but Japanese pitching is exceptional. It's been that way all tournament long. And then how how poetic was it at the end for uh, Otani to strike out Trout to win the championship? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, they hit into a double play. Yeah, what was it? Goatschmidt hit into a double play. So they had some big time names, but look, the Japanese got it done. Boy, they were they were fired up when they won that thing too. I mean, they were they were jazzed. So yeah, I watched a little bit of that. So uh, I, I checked in. I said I wouldn't, I mean, but I checked in. What did you think about the quality of play of those first handful of innings? It was good baseball. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. So are we winning you over for you know in a couple of years? No, I, I <laughs> it, it, it was only I only checked in because there was really nothing better on, and hang on it, a second, it was baseball. Hang on a second, the voice was on last night, Blake Shelton's last last season. Come on, man, I love the voice. I, I'll be honest, I do. I like watching people get out of their comfort I'm zone. Glad, and, okay, I will say I'm glad Kelly's back. Yes, but she makes the show, in my opinion. Oh yeah, where's she from, Burleson? Yeah. Well, there's that's that, now that's, we know why don't that's we, the Ryan? Connection. Yeah. Me and her have the same elementary music teacher, by the way. Oh, really? Lord. Yep. That's where it ends. Yep. That's it. That's the <laughs> correlation. Stop. That's stop. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> if you're gonna tell me we sing a lot, a lot of no, 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 no. no, no. Man, she can sing now. She can. She can spell and she can sing the yellow pages. Yeah, you know? she's amazing. Uh, and it doesn't matter what format she's in or, or what. She can sing country. She can sing rock. She yeah, can it, sing it all. It's, she she hey, is and got a little and she's got personality and yeah. Now I've never watched her talk show, but they say her talk show goes it's great. The, yeah, I'm, and I'm not a big talk show guy, but yeah. I, I am a I am a Kelly Clarkson fan. 
and, and I and I, I get it. Be. Yeah, I mean that's hometown. I get it. Yeah, you know, like I think it was last night. Somebody was from oh, uh, Cop Hell or something like oh, that really? that was on the show, and she goes, "We're neighbors. We're neighbors." I mean, so she claims North Texas. Oh, she does. Big time. There's no so, doubt. Now she lives in L.A. Obviously, but she claims she still has a place in in Burleson. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. So. Big. So anyway, she, but you know, and and again, the connections for that show, the the guy that directs you, you know that the show, guy that directs it, don't you? Yeah, I went to high school with him. Okay, there you go. He's he's from Waco, uh, and he is absolutely by far, no no disrespect, Ryan, but he's absolutely by far the biggest Ranger fan I've ever met. Oh. I mean, and he know, and that's why we've had him on a couple of times. He'll break down their their salaries and. I mean, he he he's got all that stuff. I mean, his name's Alan Carter. Does a great job uh, with the voice. That show's a good. It's well it's produced. A, yeah, it's a good show. It's it's that's why it's been on for twenty three seasons. I mean, yeah, and I don't get that. What do you I mean? I mean, I. You think of seasons as years? No, but yes. it's not because they've I, had. Yeah, I know. That's what that's, now they are down to one what, season a that's year. That's what's so deceiving. Mm-hmm. Because you think, gosh, this has been on 20, 23 years. How old am I? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> no, the first season was like what, 2010 or 11? Yeah, or something well, like they that. were doing two seasons a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they stopped that, and it's now it's just one season a year. But mm-hmm. they were doing two seasons a year, which meant that they hardly ever got out of LA. I it, mean, is it is it the best talent show on right now? I think it is, and there's two or three on. Yeah, and I know you know Idol is still on, and then America's Got Talent or whatever it's called. Yeah, now that one you're I, gonna, there's I no think, telling what you're going to see on that. Yeah, show. Yeah, I think that one's run its course. Yeah, I was a big fan of that one when it first came out. Yeah, I just I like those type of shows, but after this past season, it was not as good. I think they've kind of run out of talent. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, so to speak. But I love I love the voice. I mean, you know, then they start fighting for the the person that they turn for, and yeah, it got a little emotional last night because they selected their teams, and it was as Blake pointed out the last time he will press his button, <laughs> and it got a little it got a little. Come on, man! <laughs> it did. Now I mean, you know, had to fight back the tears. So anyway, so yeah, now they're off and running. Uh, they'll they'll start competing with their their. What is it? Four teams of ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're they're good to go. They're good yeah. to go. I've so. had a couple of friends that have been on The Voice too. Oh, I really? That was really cool. Well, there's a lot of great talent because I mean, you know, where are you from? I'm from Idaho, but I now live in Nashville, and I'm right. a, I'm a songwriter. A couple it, of it, couple yeah. of the Texas artists that are on Shooter, our sister station, that have been playing the mm-hmm. Texas circuit for a long time, have been on. Uh, Austin Alsup was on, which is Tommy Alsup's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Green was on. They both have uh, music that's played on Shooter FM right now. Which which show was Holly Tucker on? Might have been that one. Might have been that one. I don't know. Because I know that she was on one of those shows and, yeah. and did really well. Mm-hmm. Did really, really well. There's There's been a lot of artists that have been on either, I think, mostly The Voice or Idol that have really done well. Carrie Underwood, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. K- Kelly Clarkson won one yeah. of those competitions. Yeah. yeah, so you know it's they're looking for a, they're looking for the next opportunity, and mm-hmm. you know, 
And if this is a way to do it, then there you go. She it's was a on cool concept. Season four, season four of The Voice. Holly Tucker was on it. There you season go. four of The Voice from Lorena, Texas. There you go. Well, how about that? All right, uh, it is seven oh nine. Coming up in a few minutes. Uh, we will uh, get into some – well, we're going to do a lot of football today uh, since yesterday was the start of Baylor spring football. We'll, we'll, we'll hear from Dave Aranda a little bit, and then John Morris will have our, our Baylor spring football report, our gridiron football report, uh, a little later on this morning as well. Uh, and John Warner later on this in the, uh, in the second hour is going to join us, and he's going to talk about Baylor football and, and where this Bears football team was and where it is and where it's going. So we'll get into that with John a little later on. Also, uh, Bill Brock will join us, the head coach of the uh, McLennan High Lassies. They are in Lubbock. They begin their uh, they begin their journey through the national tournament. They were one of the um, – they didn't qualify. They got beat in the, in the regional tournament, but uh, because they had such a great year, they were selected as an at-large team to participate and uh, in the national tournament, which is ironically in Lubbock. So we'll talk to Bill Brock about that. They begin tomorrow uh, at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, so we'll talk to Coach Brock about that. And also Matt Walters will join us. Matt covers Kansas State, uh, men's, women's basketball, as well as baseball. We'll talk to him a little bit about Kansas State. And just what's going on with KSU. I mean, I've heard so much about culture and, and, and not just in the athletic department ward, but across the campus and across the city of uh, uh, there in Manhattan about what, you know, just about what's going on with their, with their, with their community because of the influences of Jerome Tang, his team and his staff. So we'll get into that a little bit with, uh, with Matt Walters coming up a little bit later on. Uh, Also, Stephanie from sales will be here with something who knows. I mean, there's, there's no telling. I mean, there really is no telling. Uh, so she'll be along uh, in our next hour. All right, so that's that's the plan for you. If you want to join us, you know how to do that. The CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Everybody, John Morris with a check on Baylor football spring practice with our Baylor football gridiron spring report. Baylor on the field for the first time this spring yesterday afternoon. A light drizzle in Waco didn't slow things down a bit. Following the first practice of spring, head coach Dave Aranda met with the media, outlining the goals for his team this spring. You know, the goals for spring for us is going to be, number one, to play hard. And, uh, you know, that's an individual thing. It starts that way. And, uh, you know, I look at the what we put on tape a couple of years ago and what we put on tape last year. And, you know, there's just so much left to be, uh, to be desired from last year. And so to start uh, off the way that we want to end up, is way important. I thought we were able to do that today. I, you know, I think the individual effort it takes to, 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 play with, uh, uh, to play with the type of fanatical effort we want um, is a decision. And I think guys were... We're all on the same page with it. And the second thing would be to play together, you know, and I think, you know, the transition from, man, you're in the weight room and you're doing all the stuff and um, for yourself, a lot of it, right? I'm eating right, gaining weight, I'm losing weight. Uh, you're, you're putting up weight, you know, in the weight room. Um, a lot of times if you hit your max or if you don't, maybe the strict coach knows it. Maybe the, the directly, you know, the guy that's right to your left kind of knows it. And outside of that, 
you know, the rest of the group that's in there, and then there's three or four other lifting groups, and they don't know about it, you know? And so there, it, it can be a positive experience, um, you know, winner of just lifting and gaining weight and all that, changing your body. And so you transition from that to this, to where, you know, hey, not everyone's getting reps. There's these 11 are getting reps on this play, or those 11 that are getting reps on that play. And then you go from like, hey, man, you know, there's a winner and then there's a loser. And then how do you handle those results? Like, what do you do with them? And I think, um, you know, you have to have the right mindset for that so that um, you can play the next play. And I thought we did that today. We're going to have to do it for the remainder of all of this because, you know, I think the, the best of us is uh, yet to be seen for sure. A lot of unproven dudes and, uh, you know, we've got as coaches get the most out of them. And so excited for all the, the, the beginning of it, you know, we'll, um, we'll see kind of this, you know, this particular week, if we're able to kind of keep this type of energy. Um, I know as coaches, we're going to be pushing for it. That's Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda following yesterday's practice number one of spring drills. The Bears back on the field on Thursday afternoon. They'll practice right up until and through the spring green and gold game, April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor football gridiron spring report. I'm John Morris. Thanks, John. Our spring report is brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Join us again on Friday for another Gridiron Football Report. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. financing for qualified buyers only see dealer for details. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with new GMC Sierra. Absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Recently on Game Time, joined now this morning by the uh, Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, Mac Road. I, I have yet to see anything compelling that shortening the game is in the in the best interest of the health of our student athletes. But I think there's there's other ways to make it safer. Just don't know shortening the game by you know two to three to five minutes is 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 going to do that. Game Time weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Race season is on, and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic, presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco, is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. Plus wild-winged outfield altars. Gear slamming. Dirty self gassers. Fire-breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. 12 and under are free. And every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro, nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. 
The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. All right, 7, 18, 18 minutes after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A couple other quick notes that we uh, didn't get to here. Uh, congratulations to the uh, Baylor baseball team. They went again last night, beat Sam uh, last night 7-6 to six in a wild one. Had an hour and 10-minute rain delay, something like that. But they got through it and got the win. And uh, they will uh, they'll uh, now be on the road when they head to uh, head to Stillwater, Oklahoma this weekend to take on Oklahoma State. Uh, this weekend, so that uh, that'll be coming up uh, this weekend for Mitch Thompson's team. But they win it. Uh, they win it last night, seven to six, over the uh, Bearcats of Sam Houston State. Softball's coming up today, and uh, that'll be at eleven thirty this morning. One of those matinees, eleven thirty this morning, eleven fifteen broadcast time over on one hundred one point three Cool FM. So there you go. We mentioned the World Baseball Classic. Japan wins three to one. And uh, there you go. So there's some of the things that we got going on. All right. Uh, we did see there was day one of spring football yesterday, and they just marched right on through uh, with with the rain falling yesterday out at uh, out at the, 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 the practice facility. And afterwards, Dave Aranda met with uh, met with the media about 15 minutes. And I'm telling you, there was every kind of question known to mankind. And of course, you know what what. Uh, what came up early in the conversation that of course was the uh, the quarterback situation and he was asked about the transfer uh coming into uh coming into Baylor University yes Sawyer has a great um leadership quality he's got there's something about him man like the um you know guys are drawn to him and so he has that leadership quality and um you know whether it is drill work or it's in the weight room or it's just watching film. Guys want to watch film with him. Guys want to go work out and push harder and do better with around him, you know. And so um, he's got that quality. I think he is way eager. His effort is, is for sure there. And so I think, um, you know, we're way blessed to have him. I think his best football is way ahead of him. And so, you know, I'm up there um, getting coffee in the morning uh, early, and he pops out of that, that, that little quarterback room at uh, real, really early hours. And so, I mean, he's putting in the work. So excited to see him. High praise for a guy that just completed his first practice. Yeah. Uh, he said guys want to follow him. And, I, I, you know, how much, Ward, you, you, you've been around college football. In your opinion, how much – of that of that position is about your X's and O's, and how much is it about that leadership role? I, I think it's probably, I want to say 50-50, but maybe even 60-40. The leadership role Critical. weighs so heavily because guys will follow a guy that they can, you know, they entrust with and that can still make the plays, but also that they know is capable of, not having that panic mode, not not sitting there and and not understanding what he's seeing to elevate it to 
the players that are in the huddle with him and have that calmness and just lead the team. I, I think that that's Im- so important to an offense to be able to have a guy that they entrust like that. And so if, if he's making those big moves right now, that's good news for the Bears. How much does that have to continue to grow through these 15 practices? Uh, immensely. It, it has to continue to go through, and he has to not only do it in the weight room, in the film room, in the meeting room. In the classroom. He has to do it yeah. on the field. Yeah. And that, that's where you'll see the dividends. If he can you know, lead in those places, he should be able to lead on the field. So last year was a, a spring quarterback battle that Blake Shape had won. And, and now we have another. I think it should be in, in my No, there's no question. It is. Hum, humble opinion. It is. Uh, I mean, that was made perfectly clear yesterday. It is a, it is a QB1 battle. And, and he was asked about Blake Shapin. Yeah, I think they're going to con- both push each other. I think Blake's had a really good spring. And I think, you know, Blake's one were just his uh, confidence has really grown. And so just him in front of the team, you know, him in a huddle, uh, him after a mistake uh, that a teammate makes, there's just such a difference with all that. And it's, it's what you would like it to be, is the growth that you would want to see. But for us to have it is still good, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I think for both of them, uh, their, their aim is the same, and I think their fight's going to improve us. Things that we were looking for last year sounds like some of that is starting to to take place in year two. Well, again, and I sound like a broken record when I say this, but there's no better competition than internal competition, mm-hmm. and that goes through the spring, that goes through the fall. You, if you don't have that, your team does not get better every day on the practice field. If you don't have that internal competition, it, it's not what you can do on Saturday. It's what you can do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that makes you a better football team. And that internal competition is what you have to have. I think they do, but I want your opinion. Do they need to have a clear-cut starter when they come out of that spring football game? Do they need to go into fall camp or go into the, off, go into the summer offseason knowing that Ward White is our starter? Or Ward and Ryan are going to compete again? I, I, mean, I would think if, if I'm the coaching staff, I would want to have a pretty cl- clear-cut idea of who that is going to be to start in fall camp because that puts you ahead of the eight ball, but it's not necessary. It it doesn't have to happen. But if, if, if you had your rathers, I think you would rather have a, a good idea of who that guy is. I, and I look, it's not only at the quarterback position. I, I think you would like to have, when you finish these 15 practices, you would like to be able to go to the board and put your two deep up there and have a pretty good idea, okay, this is where we're going to go. So when we hit the field, come the fall, we know what we're doing and we know who we can count on that are going to elevate us to where we need to be. Now, that doesn't mean that you know there's some incoming freshmen that may all of a sudden surprise you and say, we, we just can't keep this kid off the field. Mm-hmm. Those, those things happen. And, and there'll be some growth over the summer from some of these guys, and a two may take a one spot when you get into fall camp. It, it's not set in stone, 
But I think you would it's like a heck of a starting spot. Yeah, I think you would like to have that starting spot going in, and 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 especially at the quarterback position. But I think at all positions, it's important for me with the quarter because you you've said it a million times. The single most important position is the quarterback position. I want a I want a clear cut leader there because I don't want a divided locker room. I mean, you know, you're good. I think it's human nature to say to have an opinion. And what is that opinion? Well, some may think that Blake ought to be the starter. Some think that Sawyer may want to be the starter. I, I, I think, for me, I think the staff needs to say, this is our guy. And that, like you said, could, it, could they come back in August and, and, you know, it change? Yeah, of course it could. Of course it could. But I, I would hope that they've got a guy. And they may, they're probably not going to tell us. You know, they're not, you know, they're not going well, to stand up la- on a podium. They did last year. They did, I know, which is interesting. Uh, but that was also to to let Bohannon get out of here because he wanted to get out of here. I don't think Sawyer's going anywhere if it's if it's him. I don't I don't know about Blake. I mean, would would one transfer? I I don't I don't well, think so. That, one just that, got here. I that, mean, you know, that's the slippery slope that you right. that you live on now. That's a new world we're in, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, because before you could do that and not have mm-hmm. any. Huge, any big ramifications? No, there's no huge concerns of hey, what are we going to do here? Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Maybe they play it close to the vest and you know learn from last year and say okay. Internally, we have an idea, but nobody else needs to know that. But don't guys really know? I mean, unless it's so stinking close, don't doesn't the locker room know? I mean, you don't have to have a, a formal announcement. Doesn't the locker room really kind of know who the guy is? Well, and I, yeah. I, You've seen I, that before, right? I, yes. But also, again, it's a new day and a new era in college football. In the past, you wouldn't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, you know, mm-hmm. you would have your starter in the spring and say, yeah, it could be an open competition, but is it really? No. It's his job. If you want it, you better go take it, right? That's, that's right. Yeah. And it it's not that way anymore because of the transfer portal and, and the opportunity to, to get a guy that that has some some playing experience, some some quarters of football already under his belt at a high level that has come in and said, you know, look, I've played this game at a high level. I I can do it for you too. So it, it changes everything. You didn't have that in, in previous years. Uh and not going back too far, you didn't have that. You didn't have a guy come in and transfer right after the season and, and say, okay, I'm going to compete for a job in the spring because I couldn't get a job over here, so I'm going to go over here and try to get a job. A- a- am I a big fan of that? No, I'm not. But that's, that's the, where that's we the are. world we live in. That's where it? we are. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow after practice, we'll get a chance to talk with quarterbacks coach Sean Bell, ask him, you know, what are you looking for? I mean, what's – and then we'll also get a chance to talk to both quarterbacks. I'm curious if Blake – what Blake thinks about going through another QB1 competition. He went through one last year and beat out Bohannon. Well, I, I don't think – I mean, if if he is your QB1, that shouldn't bother him at all. It, it should be a fact of, hey, this makes me better every this day. This guy's I go pushing out, me, right? Yeah, this makes me better every day I go out there. And so, uh, if he is QB1 – Uh-huh. Then it shouldn't it shouldn't phase him one bit. Should it be his job to lose just because he was here? No. The slate's clean. Yeah, I think so. I think he's well. You, you were six and seven a year ago, so the sl- slate should be clean. Well, I I don't 
And I'm not putting that on him. I'm just saying that's where it. That's no. It it has you, nothing you, to do. It you has digress. Nothing, it has nothing to do with the record. It it has to do with, hey, this is a capable quarterback coming in, and gives gives this team an opportunity. Now, who wants to lead this team? I again, it's the internal competition that makes you better. And so, if if he is truly QB one, or or if Sawyer's QB one, they should thrive on that. That's what you want out of your guys. The uh, the theme, kind of the theme this this spring, it looks like it's going to be play hard, play together. Uh, so was there was that a question mark? You know, uh, a year ago, I don't know. Now I will tell you this: he uh, coach Aranda was asked about you know some of the things that he he saw after going back and reviewing the year. You know, you know, you know how you when you get away from it, you can kind of push away and and then come back to it and. And, and take a look, and that's that's what he did. And, and he he talked about some internal stuff, uh, and we'll we'll try we'll we'll get to that maybe tomorrow on the program. But uh, it was interesting what he what he had to say. Uh, so we'll we'll try to bring you as much of this as we can throughout the spring, and then of course we will broadcast the spring game, the the green and gold game on Saturday, April the twenty second at twelve noon over at McLean Stadium. All right, uh, let's see. One quick note here on our CNC Collision Center text line from the 903. Did I miss the coverage of the WBC? How about Otani versus Trout? Great tournament for the WBC. Major League Baseball should embrace the worldwide exposure. And they do since they are the governing body, right, of this this event. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is kind of their deal. Uh, they love it. And they want as many superstars in this thing as possible. Well, like I said yesterday, how many general managers want to turn their stu- superstars loose during spring training and, and watch them break a thumb and, and miss eight weeks? I mean, there's a fine I, line, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that all plays out in their mind. I mean, is, is it good exposure for them? Yes. Is it a risk? Yes. Is the risk worth the reward? I don't know. Look. I, I love the thing, but I'm telling you right now, if I'm the general manager of one of these big league teams, I'm having a hard time sending that guy. Sending I, watched, my, I watched six innings of the whole thing. Yeah. And that was last night and turned it off. And I know that they can get hurt in, in BP during spring training. I, I get that. But, man, I'm going to have a hard time turning it. It's kind of like sending a guy to the Pro Bowl in, in, during, during summer camp. I don't know that I want to do that. No, you don't. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, you know. Although the Pro Bowl now is. Yeah, I know. Flag football. No, touch. No, dan- no danger. So, I don't know. I mean, what do you, th- Ryan, you're a big baseball I'm, I'm guy. I'm not a fan of it. I, I'm not. I, I, and I'm telling you, the timing of it bothers me. I, I'll just be honest. I love the event. It was fun. Yeah, I love watching it, but I think we've talked about it a couple times now. Is there really a perfect time to place this thing? No. Don't think so. No. Don't think because your arms are wore out if you do it at the end of the year. Yeah, you can't I, do it in the middle of the season. Again, I don't need it. Just give me the Olympics. Put put baseball in the Olympics and give me the Olympics and and we'll watch the world play each other in the Olympics. And and I'm a big fan of the amateur athlete in the Olympics anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Which I, doesn't happen much anymore. No, I mean the dream team kind of ruined that when you let NBA players play in the Olympics. It's it's not. It, is it a better game in the Olympics? Yes. But is it? Do I need that in my Olympics? No, I don't. But I'm with that's, you. That's where we are, right? I mean, because we were tired of getting beat by professionals. I mean, we would send our amateurs to the to an event, and Russia's uh, hockey team would be all pros, and we we got 
right. 18 year old kids out there. Right. You know, so they said, you know what? If you're going to do it, we're going to do it. And, and that's kind of where we are now. Until the, the great game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, 734. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action on the road this Wednesday morning at UT Arlington. 11.15 a.m. for the warm-up show. 11.30, first pitch, Wednesday. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Hooah. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Incomings Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit incomingsbank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incomings Bank, member FDIC. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. John Sicoli doubled to start the eighth and Caleb Bergman singled him home to give Baylor a 7-6 win over Sam Houston State and their first three-game winning streak of the season. Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout with a tying run at first for the final out to give Japan a 3-2 victory and the championship of the World Baseball Classic. 
MCC Baseball is on the road today for a conference doubleheader against Vernon. The Highlanders are sixth this week in the latest National Juco Bowl with a 17-7 record. Baylor softball is on the road to Oklahoma State for a weekend series. They will stop in Arlington this morning for an 11-30 game against UTA. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 738, welcome back into Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. The uh, McLennan women in the 2023 NJCAA Division I Championships out in Lubbock, Texas. They begin play tomorrow. We welcome in uh, Coach Bill Brock. Coach, good morning. How are you? And uh, I guess everybody's excited and ready to go tomorrow. They sure are. Uh, please excuse my voice. It's a little hoarse. Uh, I think this West Texas wind's already got to me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody that's ever driven, uh, come out here, you know you're always going to have wind. Uh, Lubbock is a great, great, great city, and the Lubbock Sports Authority does a great job of putting this tournament on. But um, to back up and answer your question, uh, our, our young ladies are so excited. Uh, it started yesterday morning with a great send-off out in front of the Highlands gym. Um, and then uh, something they'll never forget, they got a, a police escort uh, out of town all the way down the highway to uh, going out toward China Spring, all the way out to Steinbeck Road. And, you know, that's just something that they'll they'll never forget. And uh, we got in here yesterday, got settled, had a shoot around at uh, Lubbock Christian University. And uh, they are up this morning already <clears throat> having breakfast because uh, we have uh, scheduled a, uh, a 10 o'clock uh, practice today at a local high school because I wanted them to practice today at 10 since we play tomorrow at 10. Coach, how important is it going into this tournament for you to just be yourself and not worry about where you're at? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you don't need to, when you go into any kind of tournament, you guys know, uh, you, we don't have to go into the tournament trying to be the best team in the tournament, uh, tomorrow morning. We just need to be the best team at 10 o'clock. And, uh, you, it, it's the old cliche, you know, you, you try to win, survive and advance. And, uh, we're playing a very good Murray state team out of Oklahoma. Uh, they won that Oklahoma region, which is always tough. It's all, it's been Murray state. Uh, NEO Oklahoma out of Miami and Connor State College for years. Those have been the three best teams. So uh, we got our hands full, but, you know, uh, hopefully they'll have their hands full with us also. And uh, I think our kids will be ready. I think they'll play, and I think they'll be uh, the best version of themselves. Bill, you didn't win the region, so what's it say about your basketball team, your body of work, that that your non-conference schedule, the, the quality of play in your conference, and all of those things, all of those ingredients that went into getting an at-large spot, what's it say about this program and where it's at today? Well, I, I think it's been a very uh, unusual year because, in this fact is that the Northern Conference has been uh, stronger than the Western Conference this year. That has never happened in my times of keeping up with uh, uh, Virginia College basketball in Region 5. Now, the uh, Western Conference, they got really good at the end. They had some teams in South Plains and New Mexico that did not play well early. And at the end of the season then, what happened was you had 
you had South Plains, you had New Mexico, and then you had over on our side of the bracket, you had uh, uh, Collin County, you had uh, McLennan, and you had Grayson. At one time, we in the northern side, we had three teams ranked in the top 25 in the nation. And I've never known that for the Northern Conference. And I'm so proud that that happened. Uh, I'm even more proud that we were one of the ones that was in the top 25. Uh, But, you know, our kids, we played a really, really good schedule. We played all Division I uh, NJCAA teams except one. And that's just almost unheard of. Usually people will play some JV teams. They'll play some – AAU teams and stuff like that. And I really think that early in the year, guys, you can go back and look at our schedule. Just for instance, I should have known this, you know, our first game went to overtime with the number three team in the country. And I should have just been smart enough to realize, okay, you better buckle down. This is what's going to happen. And then from that point on, we had eight games that we had that were two-pointers or one-pointers or three one, two, or three-pointers, and we won five of those games, and that was great. Uh, I think our kids developed confidence, and I think it showed uh, you know, throughout the whole year. The thing that I'm proud of is since the last time I was in uh, junior college, they have added these eight at-large teams because then you do get the best teams in the country. Uh, now, uh, this year we were able to get two at-large from the Northern Conference, us and Colin. And uh, I just think it rewards your full body of work, like you said. Coach, what what does your offense have to do coming up tomorrow morning? Is it running a lot of motion? Do you you have to be good from outside the arc? What does your offense have to do to come out and move to the next round? Well, I think it's pretty evident what, uh, what our team has to do. Our three guards must shoot the ball pretty good. And then we our two, our three post players that we play, They've got to get us some second shot opportunities, and if we do that, and do not have a you know an excessive number of turnovers, and, and then run in transition, get us some good shots early. I think we'll be fine. But the big key is going to be is that can our guards hit some shots, and I, I think I think they will because they're very capable of doing that. Bill, I heard throughout the NCAA basketball tournament, you know, and no disrespect to the bigs, but I've heard if you're going to if you're going to win an advance in the NCAA basketball tournament, it's about guard play. Is it the same thing in this tournament? Is it about guard play? I think that's true, and 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 because you know, you know the ball's in their hands all the time, and uh, they are the ones that control the tempo, and if you can have limited turnovers and you can. Get, put, have some shots go through the basket, then that takes things out of question. Like, you know, well, we got fouled on this rebound or uh, we got hacked on going up for a shot or whatever. If you can shoot the ball through the basket and make some shots, I think that just relieves a lot of pressure on you offensively. And it also, if you, especially if you can hit some threes, it puts more pressure on the defense. Coach, do you have to control the tempo of the game? And, and what is that tempo? I think you have to control the tempo of basketball in one of two ways. You either have to control it on the defensive end or you have to control it on the offensive end. I think our situation, we we have to try to control it on the offensive end with ball movement and hitting open shots. Uh, I think that will be the key. I think a good start for us will be the key also. 
I know you play them one at a time, but uh, you, do you have to have a, an eye on the next one? I mean, are you or do you have to start looking at Trinity because you, the, the turnaround is so quick? Well, normally you would, but the fact that we have we scrimmaged uh, Trinity early in the year at one of our shoot around, excuse me, one of our showcases, we are a little bit familiar with them. But the thing is, you know, they've improved so much since then, and we've improved also. But we do know a little bit about their personnel, and they are a top-notch quality program. Uh, they have the number three ranking in this tournament, and that's who the winner of our game will get. Uh, you have to look a little bit, but not very much at all. That's more talk among the coaches. That, that word, Trinity, has never been mentioned to our players. <laughs> hey, we wish you the very best. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow uh, should be a lot of fun. And, boy, congratulations on getting there. And uh, we wish you the very best. Guys, thank you all so much. It's been a, it's been a great year. Uh, our school, our president, our athletic director, they're just, they're just all so excited for us. <clears throat> I'm excited for the kids that they're able to experience this to go to the national tournament for the first time in 39 years. It's something that they will never forget. And uh, I just hope tomorrow they come out ready to play. And I have I have a lot of faith that they'll be ready to go in the morning at 10 o'clock. Coach, thanks. Have a great day today and, and enjoy tomorrow. Hey, one more thing I want sure. to say. How, how, about, how about my buddy Mitch Thompson on a three-game winning streak? Guarantee you. They got it done yeah. last night, and they're off to Stillwater, Oklahoma this weekend. Uh, as they uh, as they continue their their run through Big Twelve play, I'm so I'm so proud for Mitch. He's got the the dream job of his life mm-hmm. there, and he's going he's going he's going to be he's going to do an outstanding job there with Baylor baseball. No Guys, doubt about it. Hey, Coach, thanks, and he's a thousand percent correct. I mean, I mean, there's no no doubt, and that's what that's uh, been Mitch's dream for a long time, and he. Uh, He'll do, he's going to do a tremendous job. We've said that a million times. All right, 748, we are uh, presented by uh, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we're brought to you by Advanced Foundation Repair. Advanced Foundation Repair, w- when it comes to some work on your on your foundation, accept no substitutes. Advanced housing, advanced house leveling and foundation repair has been lifting homes for over 120 years. You can trust your foundation to the most experienced company in Texas. Concrete pillings, steel pillings, soil injection, root barriers, moisture barriers, water drainage, whatever the case may be, they're going to get it done for you. And and we'll talk about a lot of the stuff that they do. But at the end of the day, here's what you need to remember. Fixitjimmy.com. Fixitjimmy.com. All your questions will be resolved all you could start there and you'll finish there at fixitjimmy.com. They're going to show you uh, where your home is within building tolerance or where you may need some work. They're going to explain precisely where any work should begin and where it should end. They're going to facilitate good communication and expectations for that work. And there's going to be no surprises. You're going to be in the loop. You're going to know exactly what's going on. And that's how they do it. I mean, that's exactly how they do it. So if you got a question, maybe you're, you know, maybe that that closet door won't close in the summer and you can't get it open in the winter. You know how that goes? Start at fixitjimmy.com. fixitjimmy.com. It's advanced foundation repair. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Had a uh, nice hotel, found a great rate, downtown Louisville. Aaron, did I, is it my fault, do you think, for booking the room prior to the game? I booked it at about 5.30 yesterday. I, I, uh, hopefully I didn't cause anything. Bears go out there. (laughs) You think I did it? (laughs) My fault. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Race season is on and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. Plus wild winged outfield altars. Gear slamming. Dirty self gassers. Fire breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. Kids 12 and under are free. And every ticket Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro, nitro. You know what to do. Be there. Be there. The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. John Sicoli doubled to start the eighth and Caleb Bergman singled him home to give Baylor a 7-6 win over Sam Houston State and their first three-game winning streak of the season. Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout with the tying run at first for the final out to give Japan a 3-2 victory and the championship for the World Baseball Classic. MCC Baseball is on the road today for a conference doubleheader against Vernon. The Highlanders are sixth this week in the latest National Juco Bowl with a 17-7 record. 
Baylor softball is on the road to Oklahoma State for a weekend series. They will stop in Arlington this morning for an 11-30 game against UTA. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. <laughs> Did well, Ward? Sorry. Oh, we're just <laughs> the conversations. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. You're good. Did you know on this day in 1952, Bob Costas was born? How about that? Turns 71 today. Can y'all believe wow. that? 71. 71. 71 for Bob Costas. Born in Queens, New York. Sportscaster for CBS Sports for 39 years. He's a what pro- does he do best? I think he's a... You want to know, and you, and you may think I'm... A, no, I, I... I think he's unbelievable in a studio. Oh, yeah. I think he is unbelievable driving a conversation in that 30-minute pregame or that post postgame. Because he, 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 I, he's just unbelievable of probing... The panel for in a Q and A. I think yeah. he's unbelievable. What do you What do you think? I, I enjoy him doing baseball. Yeah, yeah well, he's by far too. better at that sport that, in the play by play circle. Mm-hmm. But I love him, and that's why I like that HBO show that he does. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, great stuff. Yeah, he he's done he's done studio hosting for NASCAR, uh, the Olympics. It doesn't matter. He, he did football yeah. night in America. He, everything. He is great. Yep. In the Olympic coverage. Yeah. Good stuff. He turns 71 today. 71. And he's also earned 28 Emmy Awards throughout his career in sports broadcasting. So happy birthday to Bob Costas. Oh, BC is what we call him. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you're such good friends. (laughs) Well, aren't we? (laughs) Go ahead. Awesome. Did you know on this day in 1963, the Beatles released their first ever studio album called Please Please Me? Wow. Did you know that? The Beatles. No, I didn't, actually. They're awesome. Yep. Yes, they are. And also, on this day in 1969, Russell Marilyn was born. He turns 54 today. Golly. Poor Ward, you're old. I know. <laughs> ah. Born in Chicago, Illinois. A defensive tackle for the Cowboys. Three-time Super Bowl champion. Also a two-time national champion with Miami. So he won a five championships with Jimmy Johnson. Well, I'm telling you, that Miami Hurricane program was... Special. Good. Yes, they were. So, yeah, they won the two. What is Russell Maryland doing nowadays? Who knows? That's a great question. Where where are they now? <laughs> He'll be celebrating his 54th birthday today. That's crazy. That's crazy. Then also, did you know that the fast, on this day in 1984, the fastest goal in NHL history was scored when New York Islanders' Brian Trotter scored five seconds into the game? How about that? Drop the puck, let it fly. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. And then also, finally, did you know that today is J.J. Watt's birthday? I did not. He turns 34 today. He was born in Waukesha, Wisconsin, 2011 first-round pick to the Houston Texans, two-time NFL sack leader, five-time first-team All-Pro, and three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Is he a first-ballot Hall of Famer in y'all's uh, yeah, eyes? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a good dude, too, at yes. the end of the day. Yeah, 2017 Walter Payne Man of the Year as well. There you go. All right, uh, 7.57. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, baseball wins in dramatic fashion at Baylor Ballpark. Softball, acrobatics and tumbling in action today. And Baylor football spring practice is underway. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball waited out a long rain delay last night, and it paid off as they finished a 7-6 win over the Sam Houston State Bearcats last night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears have now won four of their last five. They'll head on the road in Big 12 play this weekend, headed to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State beginning on Friday. Baylor women's tennis, a 5-2 winner at home last night over the University of Denver. Career victory number 501 for women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano. Baylor softball in action this morning, a matinee game in Arlington against UTA. 20th-ranked Baylor taking on the moving Mavs on the air at 11:15 with the warm-up show 11:30 first pitch on 101.3 FM. And top-ranked Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling in action tonight in the Farrell Center. First of two home meets this week. They'll host 12th-ranked Frostburg State tonight beginning at 6. The meet on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Coach Dave Aranda and Baylor football on the practice field for the first time in the spring yesterday. A light rain throughout the practice didn't dampen the enthusiasm and energy for spring practice number one. I thought a lot of uh, energy and excitement going into today. You know, um, I know guys were itching to kind of uh, get into football and everything. We spent so much time just in the weight room and, and uh, team development, character development, and all that. And so uh, I think it was on everyone's mind is when the, when the ball is going to start up. And so um, there's a bit of a lead in with football school prior to this and um, some meetings and things and, and um, some work with uh, coaches and players, but you know, they've been itching for this. Dave Aranda and the Bears beginning spring football practice yesterday at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. They'll be back on the field on Thursday afternoon. They'll wrap up spring drills with the green and gold game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, a couple of minutes after 8 o'clock. Drive safely if you're still out and about this morning. Got some rain falling on this Wednesday morning, tump day, middle of the week. And uh, coming up tomorrow, we'll, uh, we'll resume the NCAA basketball tournament with the uh, Sweet 16, Kansas State will be taking on Michigan State. So that, that'll be a lot of fun. And we welcome into the program uh, from Manhattan, Kansas, we welcome in Matt Walters. Matt, good morning. How are you, my friend? Mr. Barfield, doing fine this morning. Always a pleasure. Well, we appreciate your time, as always. Uh, Matt, when, when, when KSU hired Jerome Tang, obviously the expectation was to improve the program, grow the program. But did you guys sense that, Something could be this special this fast? Well, I want to backtrack for just a second, and it's because of Jerome Tang. And the word that he used, Tom, when he got to town was elevate the program. And he has stuck by that word and used that word nonstop. And, and he has done exactly that. And absolutely in no way did anybody see this coming, uh, whether it's Karnak from back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he, nobody saw this. Now, when you're picked to finish dead last in the Big 12 by a mile, uh, this kind of thing doesn't happen. I mean, when Jerome Tank got here, he had two players. He had Ish Masood and he had Marquise Noel. Uh, and the fact that he put K-State in the top 10, the fact that he put K-State uh, in the top three in the conference this year, the fact that K-State's in the Sweet 16, uh, you know, in a lot of ways is mind-boggling. I, I know I've said to... Uh, a couple of people, if you would have, if you would have told me, let's just say New Year's Eve, that Kansas State's men were going to finish in the top three and do what they've done right now, now nah, you'd have been laughed off the planet. It's what he has done. I mean, he's the mayor of Manhattan right now, not just because K State's in the Sweet 16, but because all the things he's done, Tom, from being involved and in winning the students over right away to to showing up in a hospital room in Kansas City to visit a, 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 a child, a K-State fan that has serious health problems during the Big 12 tournament. Again, it's just um, what he has done has been not just a breath of fresh air, but it has uh, helped recharge a community and a fan base, so to speak. What is the difference on the court in this team with Jerome Tang at the helm? Well, I think the style of play is part of it. Um, and the fact that they can get up and down the floor, I think the the teamwork stands out. There's not really, you know, there's not really that uh, that one guy that just you have to get the ball to every single time. Now, that's not to say Marquise Noel, Keontae Johnson aren't important. Obviously, they are, but this team just plays so well together. They're not perfect. Uh, this team has its flaws, uh, but this is a team that. Uh, they're in it for one another, and 
they they're playing it for the right reasons. And uh, again, the just the the enthusiasm uh, with which this team plays is, is uh, it's incredible. Matt, uh, you, you mentioned a moment ago just kind of the culture change. You've been around K State athletics. You've you you know you've been around Manhattan a long time. What is different? I mean, why does it feel different? You know, in the arena, why does it feel different on the campus, and why does it feel different in the community? The 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 path I'll take with you, Tom, is is uh, we can go on forever with this, but I want to go back to what Bill Snyder did. You know, what Bill Snyder did took a long period of time, um, and part of the reason Manhattan is what it is today is because of Bill Snyder. Uh, whether you're talking about four lane roads coming in and out of town, business the power cat, the whole nine yards. Bill Snyder established so many things. With Jerome Tang, the thing that stands out most, again, is the fact that basketball matters at a different level. Basketball's always mattered at K-State. Whether you go back to Tex Winter, Cotton Fitzsimmons, Jack Hartman, you know, it mattered under Bruce Weber. It was just, it was different. And when... When you come down Kimball Avenue, and for those who aren't familiar with Manhattan, Kimball Avenue is the, the road that's on the north side of the football stadium in Bramlage and the athletic complex at K-State. When you're coming around the S-curve and you see what looks to be as many cars there for a basketball game an hour and a half in advance like you would for a football game, that tells you what the, you need to know. And in the arena, you know, early on, because Jerome Ting won the students and said, we've got to have a great student section just the immense energy in the building. Um, you know, for me this year was the, the wins and everything was gravy, but just the fact that literally every big 12 game was sold out, busting at the seams, the crowds right on you in your face, love and life. And you know, there are other things that Jerome Tang has done, but uh, again, just the unbelievable energy that is in that building right now. And I'll tell you what, when, when it comes time for the fans to renew season tickets, for next year, it's going to take maybe a minute and a half for that entire place to get sold out. What do they have to do to move on to the next round in against Michigan State, do you think? Tomorrow night, uh, Naquan Tomlin has to be a factor right away. In the first game against Montana State, he wasn't. He was against Kentucky. I think K-State has got to be physical. They've got to be efficient. And to me, they've got to get out and go, you know, Michigan State is not a team that wants to play at a breakneck pace, but Kansas State's got to be efficient. Uh, they have to, you know, hit some threes. They they have the ability because Michigan State does not force a lot of turnovers. Um, I think to, to do some good things, I, I think, you know, it's tough. I mean, if you're going to play against somebody uh, this time of year, Tom Izzo is usually not a guy you want to play against because they're so well coached. They're They're rough. They're physical. I think K-State's got to withstand that, and they've got to be really good on the glass. To me, that's that's uh, you know a few bullet points for K-State to to have a chance tomorrow night. I don't think I don't think anybody saw Michigan State and Kansas State, but this this may be one heck of a war right here uh, when these two teams meet tomorrow night. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I think it's going to be a a great game. K-State's got a couple of guys on the squad from New York. They're going to have a bunch of family there. You know, you got to get through the jitters uh, in that first four to five minutes of the ball game. Uh, but again, what what K State has done right now to get to this point is 
uh, is gravy. They're not going to settle. The players aren't going to say, hey, this is icing on the cake. No, they want to they go win two at MSG and get to the Final Four, and it's definitely a possibility. They're the highest remaining seed in the region. Now they have to play like it. Man, we know you're busy. We know you got things to do. We appreciate your time. We just we wanted to just kind of touch base and uh, and see what was going on with uh, with KSU basketball. We appreciate your time as always. You guys rock. Uh, always appreciate the invite and uh, best wishes to my friends in Central Texas. Talk to you soon, Matt Walters uh, from uh, from Manhattan, Kansas, talking some of my KSU basketball. He does KSU basketball, women's basketball, and does baseball for them. Uh, so there's a, he's a busy man. All right, uh, 10 minutes after 8, it's 8.10. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. You got uh, Michigan State and Kansas State on Thursday night. The other Texas, or the uh, other Big 12 team, rather, that's still going is Texas, and they got Xavier on Friday night. Uh, who's got the best chance to get to the Elite Eight? Out of the Big 12? Between those two teams, yeah. I'm going to say Texas. I agree. Michigan State, I didn't see this coming, but man, are they playing well? I guess if you're going to play well, you pick the right time of the year, the end of the end of the season. Yeah. Tom Izzo's team is, and he's right. They're going to be physical. They're going to be tough. They're going to bang you around, and you know, and and I think aren't both of those teams playing on house money? Wouldn't you know? I don't think Kansas State said, okay, I think we're an elite eight team in year one. And, and, no, in Michigan State. Look, three weeks ago, I don't think Michigan State would have been saying we're we're an elite eight team. I mean, it's so. In this game, I think they go out and just let it fly and see what happens. Well, Both they should, of them. yeah, yeah, they should. So, I think Texas, I think Kansas State had a better opportunity or a better mindset that they could be an elite eight just because of their path. Oh yeah, they had. and it kind of cleared out for them as, as things went well, along. Too. I mean, you know, look they they got Montana State first, and then Kentucky second. You you look at that and you go, okay, those are winnable games mm-hmm. for Michigan State. Okay, Vermont, that's all right. But then you got Marquette. Marquette's a good basketball team, and somehow they found a way to beat Marquette, which I had Marquette in my in my final Me four. Me too, because they were playing that way. Yeah, they were playing lights out. And so, yeah, Michigan State, I think, is the more at-ease team than Kansas State. So, uh, it all gets going again tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun, the uh, Sweet 16. And uh, and we'll, we'll by the end of the weekend, we'll know the Final Four. I, I, I love this thing. I love this tournament. I, this is just so much fun. So much fun. All right, uh, 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's 8-12. This is game Who is time. your Final Four now? Ah. <sighs> Texas. Okay. Oh no! Let me. I don't know. Let me. <laughs> I don't know who, who, who. Give me yours. Alabama. Uh, Texas. I'll go with Tennessee. Hmm. I guess Gonzaga. I'll have to go with Gonzaga. Are they? Are Are they eventually going to win one? No, they're not going to win this one. So you don't have – who do you got winning, Bama? Probably so. You know what? And I wasn't sold on Alabama until late in the year. And then you watch them late in the year, whoo. They're good. pretty good. They're pretty darn good. They play good. defense. Yep, they're pretty darn good. Uh, again, I kept going, eh, you know, they, 
there was just something about them I didn't like. But they play defense. Man, oh man, last couple of weeks of the season going into the SEC, they're good. Mm-hmm. They are really, really good. Uh so you got Bama winning it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, who do you got winning it? Well, in my original bracket, I had Indiana and Texas in the final. I still have Texas making it to the championship. Me too, but me too. I had them losing to Indiana. Now I have them losing to Bama. That's what I got. I had them. I had them losing to Marquette in the in the championship game. I don't know. I had Marquette winning in my original bracket. Yeah. So did I. So did I. Uh, yeah, and I had Indiana, then one Farley Dickinson later. <laughs> One FDU. <laughs> uh, Bama over Texas. Bama over Texas. Okay. I, I mean, I got to see. You know, you you said it the other day about somebody. If, if you said it about Lorena, uh, not Lorena, but Lavega. You said if if somebody can beat them, I want to see them. And I'm kind of at that point right now with Alabama. If somebody can beat them, I want to see them. I, I just think right now they're 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 that team. Although you know it, it is. College basketball right well, now. So. It just depends on who gets hot. I mean, if somebody gets hot and, and can really fill the bucket up, I mean, that might give them some problems, but they play such good defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the best defensive team in this tournament, and it's not even close. Yeah. All right. It is 8-15, 15 after 8. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And let's take a second, guys, and talk about Blue Chew, a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as a uh, Viagra or Cialis, but in a chewable form. You know, some guys take performance enhancers to, for the gym, some for energy, some even to grow their hair. So why not? Why not the bedroom? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same ingredients as uh, as a Viagra and Cialis, but in that chewable form. BlueChew.com is an online service that's simple. No awkward conversations, no doctor's appointments, just licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription all online, and you can get it for free. Go to BlueChew.com to sign up and try it for free with promo code 1660. That's promo code 1660. Again, it's BlueChew.com. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road in Big 12 Conference play this weekend headed to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 6, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Cowboys this weekend. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Hey, if you are first responders, teachers, or farmers, after our guys give you a price, call me and I'll give you an extra discount for being a first responder, somebody that can teach us, feed us, or protect us. So thank you for all those people. Yes, thank you. So if you have any questions and about your... dogs that sniff out drugs. Or if you have any questions about I your foundation, give us a call. 254-235-4922. But there's a dog next to me right now and he's not barking. Or Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. It's time for the annual Spring Fest at the Texas Station Event Center in Gatesville on Saturday, March 25th. This is an all-day event and has something for the whole family. There'll be a barbecue cook-off with chicken ribs, pork, and brisket. Also, don't miss the Miss Spring Fest 2023 pageant, a cornhole tournament, vendors and food trucks, and round out the night with Colton Hawkins and the standards opening for Clayton Landy. Spring Fest at the Texas Station Event Center is a free event for all ages. Saturday, March 25th. For more information, go to Texas Station Event Center on Facebook. Race season is on, and it's time for the chaos. The third annual Lone Star Forklift Funny Car Classic, presented by SoCal Speed Shop of Waco, is going to pound the ground at the Texas Motorplex, March 23rd through March 25th. Cars from coast to coast are registered. It's three days of run what you run whopper action. Plus wild winged outfueled altars. Beer slamming. Dirty self-guessers. Fire-breathing jet dragsters. And much, much more. 12 and under are free, and every ticket is a pit pass. Discounted pre-sale tickets available now at TexasMotorplex.com. Or get them at the gate. Can you smell the nitro? Nitro, nitro. You know what to do. Be there, be there. The Chaos is brought to you by Spell Paving, Wolf Pumps, Fats Tires, Excel Drywall, and Performance Motor Coaches. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. 820, 20 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget softball coming up at 1130. Baylor and UTA. And you can catch that game <laughs> over on our sister station, Cool 101.3. 11.15 for the pregame, 11.30 for the uh, kickoff so uh, kickoff i'm sorry first pitch ah <laughs> uh, it is time it is that time <laughs> morning you said yeah. kick, you said kickoff because we were just talking football and i gave yeah. you my two cents worth about the cowboys yeah you did i think i was spot on i'm gonna give you a penny back what never mind 
you gave me your two cents worth. Oh. Ah. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad it's not raining. It was drizzling a little when I got up this morning. Yeah. It's looking pretty good. What, about 8 o'clock? No. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Got I was the... awake at 4.30. I'm like, I wonder if I should call Tom and say, hey, what you want for breakfast? And I was like, <laughs> nah, just lay here in bed and stare at the ceiling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Y'all have a relationship. We do have a relationship. <laughs> I'm thinking, hang on a second. I'm now on par with the ceiling fan. You'll lay in bed and stare at the ceiling. Yeah, don't you just wake up and then you can't go back to sleep? Nope. When I wake up, I get up. I don't. You get up at 3.30 because there's been times you're like, I've been awake since 3.30. That's, how, uh, that's when I woke up. I, I get up. I read a book. Really? Uh, no. You go on a walk. Yeah. No, I go on a jog. Yeah, okay. I'm out jogging at 3 a.m. I want to see that. I wonder why those flashing lights keep coming on. I got to duck in. Be- well, I don't want to wake people up, so I duck in between cars. Yeah, and- behind the bushes. All that. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Anyways, it's going to be a good day. All right. What do you got for us? Well, this started back in the 17th century. It was very popular in the Netherlands. About 100 years ago or, or more? I think it's more than 100 years. All right. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, from like, yeah, 20th century, 21st century. That's 100 years. Yeah, don't confuse me. Anyways, <laughs> Netherlands, Belgium, England. We don't have to. <laughs> and <laughs> You come by that naturally. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. It's popular in Netherlands, Belgium, England, and parts of North America. We did it in the United States, and then we stopped doing it after the Civil War. But it is called goose pulling. What? Goose pulling. Easy, Tom. So, what they would do is take a goose, and they would put it on a pole. They would grease its neck and hang it upside down. Oh, stop. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen. Listen. It's like that goat thing, dragon, we did. Um, and it, We didn't do it. Well, well so they did it. We? I was telling you about it. Anyways, dudes get on a, a horse. Dudes. Men. And they ride the horse Menzies. as fast as they can. And as they go under the goose, they try to grab its neck and, like, take it. Like, break its neck. Take it. And then they then they eat the goose. There's your dinner. Now, they still do this overseas, but they stopped using a real goose. Now they just use, like, a rubber goose or a rubber ducky. But a rubber, rubber what? A rubber ducky? <laughs> You're the one. <laughs> right. I like that song. Any who sang that? Ernie, Sesame Street. I don't. Well, you wow. knew the jingle. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He, he watched knows. it. I no, I wasn't a big Sesame Street dude. Your daughter didn't watch Sesame Street. No. No. She was probably a Barney like. She was Barney. Yeah. No. But anyways, and, and like what was the, cool the other kids. one? Baby Bop. I have no idea. Bob the Builder. No, I'm talking about... What is Baby Bob? Baby Bob was part of Barney. I think Barney. There, there was a... There was, what was the girl's name? Girl? I don't know. There's Barney. And then there's the girl. And then there was... A, then I have no idea. <laughs> Blaze didn't watch that? Look it up, Ron. Blaze watched it. I didn't. Oh, man, you have to watch it with them. No, you don't. None of the rules. He was too busy coaching football. He didn't have time to watch Barney. He was <laughs> putting plays together. But anyways, this was really oh, big. Yeah. Baby Bob. Yeah. Baby Bob. Oh, Baby look Bob. at you go. I'm telling you. 
There you go. Y'all argue. That? I didn't, didn't argue. argue. I, just I said didn't I didn't know. know. I just didn't know. Can we get back to goose pulling instead of Barney? <laughs> I would prefer not to. <laughs> I love But you. listen, think about it. The whole town has a dinner, a goose. After they play this game. That's one big damn goose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, maybe just the people who are playing. But back in the 17th and 18th century. A whole town has a goose. It could be a small town. A very. town of four. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how big is a goose? Like a duck? (laughs) Is a goose a duck? No, No. a goose is not a duck. A A goose is is a a goose. goose. A duck is a duck. (laughs) Okay, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Wait, what? It's a duck. It's a duck. Is it the same thing for, I don't know. I don't know. I just know what, I don't know. I just know that this was a thing. A goose is this, a gander. Oh, maybe that's why they also call it gander pulling. Get it? Goose pulling, gander pulling. I didn't know that. See, I learned something new today. The Googles didn't even tell me that. They didn't explain it to me. Did you know Barney was filmed in Plano? Really? How are we back on Barney? <laughs> that's 100 miles or so from here. <laughs> 90 miles, actually. Plano? From here to Plano. It's, no, it's going to be more 90s. Okay, 90 like 96. to Dallas. No, it's probably going to be more like 106. I don't know oh about my. that. Here we go. We're on the 100 mi- Can we get back to goose pulling? I have a point to <laughs> no! get to this. Yes, because if you won, uh-huh. you got to be like the king of goose pulling for a year. Here's the great thing. And you get a they crown. They do it once a year? Yes, it's a big event. And But here's the thing. If you are the winner... You have, to, you have to not only have a feast uh-huh. for all the losers, but you have to give them a feast after it's over and you get your crown, and it consists of bread pudding, sausages, beer, and cigars. So even if you're a loser, you're still a winner because you get a free meal. Get mm. it? I, I think I it's cool. It. And you get to eat the goose. But not everybody's going to get to eat that goose. Well, maybe just the contestants. But Corey says on our that, CNC collision, oh that would have that to be cool. a big goose. Uh, maybe. Corey says, make it stop. Corey, <laughs> this is all Tom, not me. I'm just trying to tell no, everyone about we, goose. No, I keep trying to. I'm telling everybody about the goose. Corey. I'm trying to keep telling you to go down another path, and you keep talking about this goose. Well, it's <laughs> goose pulling. It's yes, I'm, I totally understand what it is. But here's the thing. In 2019, they stopped using the real thing, so they use the rubber thing now. Okay? But think about it. The head's all so greasy. So does everybody eat the rubber thing? No, but I'm sh- they still have to have a feast of beer, sausages, cigars, and bread pudding. They eat the cigars? No. No, they don't eat the cigars. Well, you said a feast. You have a feast with bread pudding and sausages. You better go back and research this. I don't think they eat cigars. I didn't say they ate cigars. 134 miles to Plano. There. There. Okay. 90. I was close. Yeah, 100 miles or more. (laughs) I was close. (laughs) Anyways, it was a thing in the 17th century. They still do it in the Netherlands. They still do it in Belgium. And sometimes they don't use the horse. They do it in water. Like, they jump up out of the water. Look it up. No way. I'll look on YouTube. It's the weirdest thing, but it's a thing. Baby Bop and Barney do that, or Tom? <laughs> no, the people over in the Netherlands. <laughs> the people over to the Netherlands. <laughs> you ever been over to the Netherlands? No, nope, not lately. I don't even know. The Netherlands is, I think, let me is above England, a little over to the right, but not close to Europe. Does that make sense? 
You're saying Not the Netherlands? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it absolutely doesn't. It's above England. Like, you know, like if you've got England here and then you've got the UK, I think it's above that, like by Belgium on your way up to Turkey. So you're saying the Netherlands <laughs> is north of the United Kingdom and not near Europe. That's what you said? Yeah. That's what she said. Somewhere in the middle. It's, well, you're wrong. It's east of the United Kingdom. It's between UK and Germany. It's the one of the oh. border countries to the west of Germany. Well, Germany's down from UK. So, yeah, I was way not, off. Well, not by a whole lot. I was way off, but I knew it was near England and the UK. So there you go. It's somewhere over there. Yeah, it's, God. it's not a general it's, area. I know this. It's not in Asia. It is not in Asia, there and it's not go. in Middle Asia either. <laughs> I don't give a rat's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go find us a goose. Uh, I got to go. Robert, I want to see a goose. I don't know that like. it, is goose any good to eat. Uh, I've never had it. I would try it. Ew, I wouldn't. You'd I don't try like to- anything, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> give it to Mikey good over point. there. He'll eat it. I don't, it's I don't foul. even Get it? <laughs> yeah, it's a bird. Yeah. I don't like duck either. It's gross. Bitch. Oh, I love duck. Do you really? Yes, ma'am. I am Never shocked. Had Never had it? Really? It's, not dark, going. Had... it's greasy and dark meat. Have you not had dove? Oh, I love duck. Yes, I do have. I've had that. But dove I, is good. But as long as it has like bacon and jalapeno wrapped on it. Otherwise, oh. I can't stomach. There you go. Thanks for playing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a good day. See ya. Duck, duck, Go sell something, Steph. <laughs> Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association, Todd Berry. Obviously, when the state started passing their own legislation, then there's no chance for any kind of consistency. And so this idea that you're going to be able to fix name, image, and likeness, that's impossible because the NCAA, Board of Universities, the AFCA, we can't overrule all the different state laws. So consequently, if you can't get some consistency across the board, everyone's going to continue to try to outdo the other. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Tech. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm laying on the floor. Why? I am so fat from eating lunch. Why can't tacos be good for you? That is the mystery of the universe, isn't it? Well, the mystery is how did I eat that many tacos? I'm really plump. Well, I think uh, maybe the question of the day should be about foundation repair and not tacos. I like tacos. Okay, but we can help you with foundation repair. Or if you have tacos. So give us a call, 254-235-4922. I like extra cheese. Or fixitjimmy.com. And tacos. It's not even Tuesday. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org slash vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection.
your first word in sports. Game time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. 24-month lease with 5200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price and stock, number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Car Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quad escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. John Sicoli doubled to start the eighth, and Caleb Bergman singled him home to give Baylor a 7-6 win over Sam Houston State in their first three-game winning streak of the season. Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout with a tying run at first for the final out to give Japan a 3-2 victory in the championship of the World Baseball Classic. MCC Baseball is on the road today for a conference doubleheader against Vernon. The Highlanders are sixth this week in the latest National Juco Bowl with a 17-7 record. MCC Softball also in action today against Vernon. That doubleheader at Bossy River Ballpark with game one getting underway at 1 o'clock. Baylor Softball is on the road to Oklahoma State for a weekend series. They will stop in Arlington this morning for an 11-30 game against UTA. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Eight thirty-five. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by. John Warner from the uh, Waco Tribune Herald. John, we just wrap up the basketball season and we segue right into uh, spring football. I mean, it just it just doesn't stop, does it? Yeah, yeah. I got in late Monday from Denver. Uh, yeah, uh, spring football the next day. <laughs> so, not much of a transition there. So, uh, yeah, not not a whole lot of time, but uh, it's good. You know, it's it's fun to see what uh, you know Baylor football is doing right now, and you know what they're trying to accomplish during the spring what what in your opinion you've covered this team for for years looking at this group and and looking where they're at with with uh you know some new coaches and and uh some new players and what have you if you were prioritizing the needs for spring what would you like to see this team get done this spring well i think the big thing is the offensive line they uh they lost a whole bunch of fifth year seniors connor galvin Grant Miller, Jacob Gall among them. Uh, yeah, they brought in the uh, Barrington brothers from BYU. Uh, Gavin Byers played a lot on the O-line last year. But other than that, I mean, they're, they're going to have to get some, some of the younger guys to step up. And uh, I think the O-line, uh, it was okay last year, but it wasn't nearly as good as they thought it was going to be. So uh, I think that's a big thing. And, of course, the, the quarterback battle with us. Sawyer Robertson coming in from Mississippi State. 
Bill Battle, returning starter Blake Shapin for the job. Uh, that's going to be interesting too. You know, I think Blake just had kind of an average year last year. So that, uh, that position is up for grabs too. On the defensive side of the ball, what kind of work do they have to get done this spring? Well, you know, they've got to replace some really good interior uh, defensive linemen. Uh, obviously, Apu Ika. Is that how you say it? Ika Ika Apu. Let's just go with Apu. Let's go with that because I've heard his last name pronounced different ways. Yeah, they need to replace him. Jackson player, uh, Chidi Oban Naya. Uh, so they have some work to do there. They've got some good guys coming back, uh, Gabe Hall, TJ Franklin among them. So that and uh, and the the defensive backfield needs a lot of work too. Uh, of course, they got Matt Pallage back. Uh, he's the defensive coordinator now. Previously, he was a safeties coach. He's still coaching the safeties. Uh, they had their their uh, secondary was really good. When he was here, of course, Jalen Petrie, JT Woods were both high draft picks. So, uh, yeah, they need to get that back in order. Their secondary was not as good as they thought it would be last year either. So uh, they've they've got quite a few question marks coming in, I think. John, do you think in – I know that, you know, that Dave Aranda's a defensive-minded guy. He was a D.C. at LSU – do you think that this defense looks different under Pallage? Well, what everybody was saying yesterday, uh, you know, the, the guys they brought in, Bryson Jackson, um, uh, TJ Franklin, mm-hmm. they, they both said they've got a lot more energy, and he really stresses energy even more than technique, although you need both of them. And, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I don't know how much different. Um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how that looks. He's made some position changes. Uh, Bryson Jackson is moving from Jack to star, which is basically a safety position. That's where Jalen Petrie played. So I would expect some, but it just sounds like, uh, you know, the energy factor is a big thing because that's what they were all talking about yesterday. For the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver, is it a high priority? Running back, which one's the higher priority for them right now? Oh, I think they need to get better at receiver. I think their running backs are probably the strength of the team right now. Um, you, you see, well, they got Richard Reese back. He was great as a freshman. Quaylen Jones, uh, Dominique Richardson is transferring from Oklahoma State. So I think they're, they're, they've got a good backfield. Uh, yeah, receivers. Monterey Baldwin's back. Um, uh, they, uh, yeah, they really need to build that. I, I think they kind of underachieved as a group last year. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, I, I would say probably the receivers, the O line. That's uh, those are real works in progress. John, yesterday, were you were you a little surprised at the when when he when Coach Aranda was asked about you know the the way the season ended and in you know, the, the, kind of the losing skid there at the end. His answer about, uh, you know, looking internal, were, were you a little surprised by that? No, Tom, not really. Just, just dealing with Coach Aranda last year. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was right up his alley. I mean, he sometimes just gets very personal and inter- introspective. And, uh, no, I, I, I Sometimes it's kind of alarming, you know, how much he's had to get inward. 
but yeah, he said he needed to be tougher on some players. He, he uh, they needed that toughness, and he he thought he was just a little bit too lenient on some players. But uh, no, I wasn't surprised he said that. When they come out of spring on April 22nd, if they do what, it's a successful spring for them. Um, yeah, I think, like I said before, I think the biggest area is the O-line. They're a big question mark. Uh, it's got to get better than last year. Probably the secondary is probably the next thing. They lost a whole bunch of guys there. And, and of course, quarterback, I think that's going to be a pretty major battle i think you know blake kind of left it open because he uh you know he was just kind of average last year do, do so, they, uh, i was yeah. going to say do they need to by the end of spring do they need to identify their starter or can they go into fall do you feel like it would be okay to go into fall camp with that position still open and in a open competition i would not be surprised if it was still open going into august i think it's a little different uh, from last year, uh, because you know both Gary Bohannon and Blake had were, had already been on the team before, and I would not be surprised if it went into the summer. There's a Sawyer Robertson's a, a, a new transfer. Uh, he didn't play a whole lot at Mississippi State, so you know uh, every, everybody said he's a, a really good leader and that he kind of draws people. You know. Uh, to follow him and they and i think that's one area blake really needs to step up are his leadership skills i thought uh gary bohannon was a natural leader uh, i think blake needs some work in that area but yeah i would not be surprised if it went into the summer talking with john warner for the waco tribute herald john before we let you get out of here wanted to get your thoughts on on basketball as it kind of wrapped up but just your overall impressions of how the uh the the season went for for the uh for the basketball team well it was a good season you know of course they were coming off two big 12 titles and they were predicted to win again so it was perhaps a a little bit of a disappointment Uh, i think if they had made the sweet 16 it would have been would have been considered a, a really successful year, uh, but their defense was not good. I think it's probably the worst defensive team uh, Coach Drew has had. I would say since about 2006-7, around that era, right when they were, you know, uh, first uh, about to make the the uh, NCAA tournament. So defense, uh, you know, they they probably need to be a little tougher team. Uh, than they were, but you know they were fun to watch. It, it was a pretty good year. Um, you, you know, I mean, 15 years ago, if they'd made the second round of the NCAA tournament, everybody would have been, you know, just uh, really happy. <laughs> but now uh, the bar is so high, they've raised ex- expectations so high that people are a little disappointed that they didn't make the Sweet 16. Which but, is a good uh, thing, really. It really is. So. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, just not quite as cohesive of a team that they've had the previous three years. But they were still fun to watch, and uh, they had a lot of good wins. So, uh, but but yeah, defense, uh, they definitely need to improve in that area. Were you a little surprised because most Scott Drew teams kind of hang their hat on defense, and this team just didn't play at that level, did it? No, and – uh, 
recent teams, they always had a great defensive stopper. That 2021 team, <laughs> national championship team, you know, uh, Mark Vidal, Davion Mitchell, uh, even uh, Everyday John, those guys are incredible defensive players. And everybody else kind of felt they needed to raise their level of defense. So, you know, nobody wanted to play those guys because they would just kind of rough everybody up and push everybody out past the perimeter. And uh, they're hard to hard to play against. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, th- this team just wasn't at that level defensively. And I think that's going to be, be a big priority uh, during the offseason for Coach Drew and his staff to find guys who – you know, who really want to play hard-nosed defense. John, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks for thanks for being with us. Look forward to uh, reading your articles. And the first one was today in the Waco Tribune Herald covering the uh, spring football drills. And we, uh, we look forward to following Baylor football in the Waco Trib. Hey, thanks for your time. Okay, Tom. See you guys. Have a good day. That's uh, John Warner from the Waco Trib. And, uh, yeah, he, he began those articles this morning in the Waco trip covering Baylor spring football. Uh, 8.46, and of course, don't forget, we have John Morris with our uh, spring football reports, our gridiron football reports, spring gridiron reports, every uh, Wednesday and Friday uh, following the Tuesday and Thursday practices. So we'll have those for you here in the morning and on the uh, afternoon program. So keep that in mind right here from ESPN Central Texas, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Uh, 8.46, we're 14 away from 9. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure with us at ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio. If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like, that, that, that is a <laughs> right. skill. Because I was listening, I was, I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So, honestly, like, I know you do that, too. So, if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct nobody covers football in central texas like espn central texas 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks, we will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. The pain level was over 10. There's days where I just sat and cried and asked the good Lord to take me. And my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. So I put the arch supports in and took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Dave actually live the life they envision without their feet getting in the way. Since then, I've been doing so many things with my children. I went hiking this last summer with my daughter, something that I never thought was possible because I couldn't walk. There's people out there that made a product that changed people's lives. I am not an actor. I am an individual father and wanted to share his testimony with other people out there about my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. John Sicoli doubled to start the eighth and Caleb Bergman singled him home to give Baylor a 7-6 win over Sam Houston State and their first three-game winning streak of the season. Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout with a tying run at first for the final out to give Japan a 3-2 victory in the championship of the World Baseball Classic. MCC Baseball is on the road today for a conference doubleheader against Vernon. The Highlanders are sixth this week in the latest National Juco Bowl with a 17-7 record. MCC Softball also in action today against Vernon. That doubleheader at Bosque River Ballpark with Game 1 getting underway at 1 o'clock. Baylor Softball is on the road to Oklahoma State for a weekend series. They will stop in Arlington this morning for an 11-30 game against UTA. You can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8.51. We're uh, not away from 9 o'clock. John Morris coming up at 3 this afternoon. Matt Mosley rolls your way at 4 o'clock. And then we're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. If you were picking the number one team in the country for college football next year, next year, you're just going by what you saw this year at the end of the year, and what you know about college football and, and what you know about these programs. If you were starting the year, who, who are you going to pick as number one? Alabama. Me too. I'm starting there, right? I mean, they got to they got to work their way out of that number one spot, don't they? Yeah, for me. I and mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of conversation about Georgia, and, and I get that. But good gracious, over the last 10, 15 years, if you knew nothing about it, and you were just, and again, it's March, and we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about football next year, wouldn't you start with Alabama? How would you not? I mean, when, when, I, I think you have to. Yeah, I mean, 
you want to talk when they weren't in the top four. I mean, they think the world's coming to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of the you know we were talking about expectations with John Warner a minute ago and the expectations on Baylor basketball because of what they've done in the past. You know, all the all the NCAA trips and all of the you know the national championship a couple of years ago. And now the fan base is, and that's the expectation. That's a good thing. Ask, you know, it, is it difficult? Well, sure it is. But look at the expectation on the Alabama football team and, and you know, Nick Saban and his staff. And, and what the crazy part is coaches come and coaches go on that staff because they're getting plucked away by other people. And I get it, and I get why. And he's constantly replacing coordinators on both sides of the football. But one constant remains – is they're right in the mix? Well, Nick Saban's the best coach in college football. In Period. My Period. Right. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, it may be close. I think Kirby has something to say well, about I, it, but but I I still think Saban's the best. When I say not even close, if you had a job opening and you could pick one of the two, you're not blinking. No, it's it's not. I mean, it's not even it's not even open for discussion. I don't think. I mean, you're going to go get that guy to build your program. I mean, he's proven it, and that's all. I mean, and look, in a world in which it gets more difficult in college football, the one constant is Alabama's going to be there, and they're going to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. You want to know the way-too-early poll? Lay it on me. Georgia, number one. Uh-huh. Michigan, number two. Ohio State, number three. Alabama, number four. Penn State, five. LSU, six. Florida State, 7, USC, 8, Washington, 9, TCU, 10. There's your top 10. Utah would be 11. Most blue bloods, Mm -hmm. most blue bloods, and I think Alabama's way too low. Texas came in at 17, and this is uh, just going through the Big 12. Texas Tech is 19, Kansas State, 20, Iowa, 21, and that's it in the Big 12. So there you go. That's the way too early top 25. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you look at that top four, five, six, just think if we had the playoff this year, just take those top teams, those top 12 teams. You think you could, you think you could piece together a pretty good little playoff scenario out of those top 12 teams you just mentioned? Yeah. Pretty impressive group, isn't it? I don't think that's what will be in the top 12 if you – no, playoffs. no, I know. And again, it said way too early. But if if that was your group of 12. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I think so. I think you can have some fun with that. And I think that's where we're headed when we get there. I, I, think, I think it's going to be a blast. I think it's going to be so much fun. Again, we talk about the NCAA tournament and how much fun we're having with the basketball tournament. I know that it's, you know, that it's not going to be. 68 teams or whatever. Well, it's not enough. No, I agree. But you know what? It's more than four. More than we got. That's exactly right. And it's going to give us a couple of more games. And I think once they see the interest level, once they see the television ratings, once they see the television ratings, once they see the revenue from those television ratings, it'll get to 16 in a hurry. Is 16 the magic number for you? No, I want 32. Wow. Well, you're greedy. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yeah, 32 would be awesome. But I, you know what? If we get to 16, I'd be thrilled. Because yeah. 
I, I would. I'd be thrilled to get I don't to think 16. it'll ever get above 16. No, I don't either. I don't either. All right, we got to go. It's uh, 8.56. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John's at three. Matt's at four. We'll see you tomorrow at seven.